Hey. What it do, what it do, <laughs> what it do. It is your boy, Andrew Schultz, a.k.a. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. And who am I with, as always? It is Joseph Huggins, a.k.a. Old Man Huggy. Talk shit or get off the pod. Episode 62. You, too, still sucks. Sorry, my Irish people. Welcome. <laughs> Fucking it up. Let's go. Cheers and applause for everybody. What's up, up, man? How are you? You know, you know, I'm, I'm there. I'm alive. Uh, You gave me shit. So congratulations on your Phillies going to the World Series. That's a thing. Um, I'm not that big of a Phillies fan. I mean, I guess I kind of am. I've grew up going to Rangers games. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, no, like, so I pull for the Rangers, but also, like, the Rangers suck. Well, so, why Why are you like an Eagles Rangers. fan? I, for, I, right. was, I forget. All right, so this is, like, a, it's a whole thing. But well, so just keep it brief. All right, well, grew up, house full of girls who didn't care about football, didn't play sports. My dad was kind of a nerd um, in the sense that he was into, like, photography and all that, so he never really did much. When it came to, like, playing sports, he was good at golf. Um, and when I was growing up, the Eagles were always kind of mean on defense and honestly, and it's going to sound super cheesy, but when they had that Mc- Marvin Harrison and Donovan McNabb connection at Syracuse, uh, uh, th- I was like, dude, this guy's a badass, and he played basketball. So Syracuse is my favorite basketball team, like college basketball team. I always either root for them or Baylor and, um, yeah, it's super goofy. I know it makes no sense, but then, and then he ended up being drafted to the Eagles and my mom at the time was dating a guy who's also from Philly. So when I was like, hey, man, for Christmas, I want a McNabb jersey. He was like, all right, here you go. He was like, fuck, yeah, here you go. So when I got into the Eagles, he just OD'd, gave me a bunch of stuff. But it was really McNabb, man. I was so, super so into does McNabb. Your, does your dad, like, resent you because nah, you, like, he you, he can, you like the Eagles? Because uh, care your, mom, your mom, his ex gave you, her boyfriend gave you a fucking jersey? No, well, so, but that's the thing is, like, I was in, so when they started dating... I was kind of already into the Eagles because I liked Bobby Taylor. Um, my what was it, Chad Lewis? Yeah, I had uh Troy Vincent. They had they were really mean on defense. So when you watch the Cowboys, I was like, dude, the Cowboys fucking suck. When I started to really understand football, that's why when people our age claim the Super Bowl titles, I'm like, dude, you were in bed, you were like pissing your pants from the last time they won uh a Super Bowl, or maybe having like night terrors. I don't know, but that it was li- going on. Literally one of my earliest memories is going to a Bills Cowboys Super Bowl party like that my dad like with and his friends. That's how long ago it was. It's one of my earliest fucking memories. Like yeah I think my first Super Bowl memory was my sister Sarah got to stay up and watch the end of one of the Bills Cowboys Super Bowls and I had to go to bed bro and it was like 6 30 so get the fuck out of here. So I was really into the birds. And then when they got McNabb, I was like super into it. Cause like, I mean, and it's going to sound corny, but growing up in South Lake, they're not really being a lot of black quarterbacks being in an all Caucasian family and an all white school and a super conservative area. There was like a black guy out there, like tearing shit up and running past people. And I just was like, fuck yeah. That's like, that's my favorite dude. Like I'm, and I was all in. 
and rode that for forever. I mean, I still have McNabb swag for sure. And then it just like went on. Then as I got older and I became kind of a sarcastic, antagonistic asshole, I enjoyed the fact that like principals would be like, Eagles suck. And I was like, what, dude? I'm in like seventh grade. Like, get the fuck out of my face, bro. But it was funny because you get such a visceral response. And I was like, dude, the Cowboys blow Quincy Carter, Carter, Drew Henson. But yeah, it was Eagles. And I've it's been forever at this point. Yeah, I think it was maybe right around the same exact year. Uh, one of my other earliest memories is watching fucking Joe Carter of the Toronto Blue Jays rock a yep. home run in the, yep. in the against the Phillies in the World Series. Like I was, I was asleep and then woke up to my dad watching the game, and he like let me stay up, and then we just watched the Phillies lose a fucking World Series, and then they didn't win again until was it oh eight. So yeah. I mean, so we have one on the board, and I actually went and saw that team play the Dodgers in the playoffs that year. So, um, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because whenever we, whenever the Patriots lost to or beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, like I was already like diehard Eagles fan at that point. Right. Like, and that was you know, that was forever ago. When we think about it on the spectrum of time, how old we are, then like that's a long time. So it's been what, I mean, when they I'm, won the Super Bowl. No, whenever they, whenever we lost the Super Bowl, McNabb oh, oh, and yeah, Tio yeah. and that whole yeah, team, yeah. Corel Buckhalter, yeah, and I can name and I can name them all off too. So it's like Trent Cole, Hugh Douglas. There's a. It's so game, weird. It's so weird curse. because yeah, we the Eagles lost to the Patriots that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that like oh four oh five? Uh I think that was like oh one oh two. Man, that no, was no, like, no, 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 because I was like we were in high school. No, we were no, but yeah, no, it was like oh, it was honestly, it was like oh one because it was like oh one or oh two, whenever or maybe oh four, maybe. But I remember like we were, I was younger for sure. Um, well, the, what I was gonna say is like I regret not being able to watch that game because I had a hockey game at the exact same time, but the Eagles lost, so I don't know why I regret it. Yeah, I was pissed. So then, whenever we beat it Tom was o- Brady, yeah, it was oh four, dude. We were oh four, okay, yeah, we're okay, juniors in high school. Okay, yeah, so four, okay, my bad, my bad. It's better, dope. better apologize. Were you actually were seniors? Yeah, no, 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 no. We were no, going no, no, into no. Juniors, the summer juniors, of, yeah, juniors. we were going into the summer of our senior year. Well, yeah, because Super Bowl this, is like February at that period of time, January, right? yeah, and January or January thirty first or whatever the fuck it would be. The yeah, yeah, BPS yeah. Day. Yeah, you're but right. anyways, <laughs> rabbit hole. Okay, yeah, we have 62 like 40 countries house. that don't give a shit about football. Who are That's true. <laughs> but it is kind of a paradox that I'm a, like an Eagles fan. I grew up in Dallas. And... Well, it's a par- well, it's just weird because you're like in a Philadelphia Eagles fan in football, a Boston Celtics fan. And all Pierce. It, 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 it was all in players. The NBA. It, was in, it was all players. It was yeah. people. Like I, I like I because I didn't really have a team, so I followed players. Which so it was is like McNabb, is... Vlad Guerrero, Paul Pierce, where it was like those were my dudes, and I've stayed with those teams. But they're why I fell in love with that team. Yeah, like, which you were yeah. ahead. Of, you were ahead of the game, like because uh, that's what I think these Gen Z kids do now, especially well, especially with uh, the NBA. Is oh yeah, they it's, just it makes it easier. Players. Yeah, but you can follow all of it. So I know all the players, but I had like my favorites and he wasn't even like the greatest. I just like, I wish I could, I wish I could play how he played basketball, if that makes sense. I think normally your favorite player is someone that is like, oh, I wish I could shoot threes like Larry Bird or, you know what I'm saying? Larry Bird didn't shoot threes. 
Yeah, he did. Larry Bird was cold from three. What are you talking about, bro? For half of his career, they didn't even have a three-point line. Did, get out of here. No, did you not have you not heard the story about him winning the three-point contest and how he like walked in and called game and was talking shit and didn't miss a single shot? Okay, some, but what some, was that like the first time they ever had a three-point contest? No, dude, he's top 25 in three-pointers made all time. No. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. There's probably yeah. like four Celtics that have more three-pointers than Larry Bird. Drunk ridiculous ass oh my back hurts i'm gonna drink some beers <laughs> that's my larry bird impression oh dang yeah i guess he has been passed right. yeah of course he has there's no way he's like even in like dude this. kyle lowry's on this list that's crazy that's what i'm saying like the game has changed but it's changed also, so much yeah, i also true. don't think that he had a three-point line for like, paul pierce is 11 paul pierce is 11 isn't, ahead paul, of Pier- isn't paul pierce the leading scorer in the celtics history uh i don't think so he's second behind who number one is hondo i believe it's havlicek uh, is number one overall uh, okay Does yeah because that I mean, that's a deep deep franchise you know like, yeah, but he's number eleven all time in threes. Who? Paul Pierce. Okay, but who? What about Larry Bird? Oh, it's not even showing him anymore. Yeah, because he's that not used on the to be a big. That he's used to be a thing. Because Alan Houston's on this list. Not Larry Bird. I thought he was cold from three, man. Yeah, I thought he Bird, had something. Birds aren't real. You already know. Except for Ru- the Eagles. <laughs> Russell um, Wilson, or not Russell Wilson? Russell Westbrook's number one hundred all time. That's crazy. Well, the Phillies played the Cardinals um, in the very first round of uh, this baseball playoffs. Yeah. And it was the exact same week that the Eagles were playing the Cardinals. And uh, we put it on them on both Cardinals teams, the baseball and football team. I told my brother, I was like, Phillies are going to go win the World Series. He's like, dude, no way. They got lucky in that first game against the Cardinals. Nah. 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 And... America's rooting for Philly to win this World Series because everybody hates the fucking Astros. And That's true. The, Consti- which is- the Constitution, the most precious document handed down to us by Jesus Christ of the United States was in Philadelphia. That's Jesus true. And is- no one really, like everybody, you never, people don't like to root for Philly, but they'll root for Philly if it's against like the Astros or when we're playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Everybody was like, man, I hope Philly gets their first Super Bowl. Because we were because we were playing Tom Brady. If it was anyone else, they'd be like, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. But we'll talk about that on the angry black quarterback. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Shit. Uh, some weird ass questions, man. I know. Well, I'm running out of like, you know, philosophical therapy questions, uh, because we <laughs> have been so prolific. It's a testament to uh, you know, our pro go get like a bathroom quote book or like a coffee table book, and then you can um just pull shit from there I that's like some of the best I, quotes i have are from like toilet books where i'm like oh i'm gonna write them remember that but shit. these aren't quotes these are questions and no i know there's gotta be toilet questions well i just need to get a new therapist because it all started with my therapist actually giving me questions to use on the podcast and then she uh dumped me uh right after i got laid off from work lost my house and my girlfriend dumped me all within a month then my therapist dumped me she was like oh i think this is a good time to like for Andy not to have therapy. She's like, eh, I'm out. We're- She's like, uh, wait, wait. So did you lose your health insurance with the, when you lost your job? Oh, okay. Now I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah, I think, I think you'll be fine. 
You're fine. I'm so glad that we never dropped her name on the podcast, even though she wanted us to. Well, yeah. If you're going to bail out, what kind of, you can't, what kind of, I didn't didn't know she was going to bail out, but you know, it was like, I was like trying to negotiate like with her on some free sessions, if we were going to drop her name on the podcast. And then well, that's probably why she dropped you over here trying no, to no. cut business deals. No, but um, <laughs> uh, then I got to a point where I'm like, I feel like a dick because she gave us all these questions that we use on the podcast. Like, isn't that enough to like say her name? And then she broke up with me and I'm like, OK, yeah, go fuck yourself. I wonder if she ever hears that when she's just like, Man. no, she took her like over a month to listen to like the first episode that where we used her fucking questions like i thought she was a fangirl to be honest like it wasn't a lot of girl therapist that's yeah it was all we would talk about is the podcast and there was a very little therapy she actually asked me she's like why are why do you come in to therapy like i'm like what I was like, you're supposed to tell me that, like, why I'm here. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, I'm here for, like, maintenance, you know? Because she was like, well, you, you know, it seems like you have your shit together. Like, you have a job and you're doing well and you have a girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, but it's, you know, very thin. It's a very thin line. This could all go to shit real quick. And then a couple of months later, it did. <laughs> and then well, she was like, she's like, I'm out. That's well, now you got a new job. You've risen like a phoenix from the ashes. Okay, so listen to this. To come uh, out and so I, mix it up, which you have. So, well, yeah, but I, so they just turned my contract on on Monday. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, I go into a meeting and I'm not really sure what position this guy's in. I, I go into business coaching meetings with him. Okay. Uh, but, oh, like, he, he's almost like an assistant manager, but that's not his title. So I don't really get it. But anyways, I go, uh, he listened to the podcast where we have a meeting at 8 a.m. Breakfast club is what we call it uh, on Friday. And he's like, Andy, you know, he's like, I like that tie that you're wearing. He's like, uh, I listen to your podcast and everybody's like getting into the conference room. I'm like, oh, you did? And he's like, yeah, we got to talk about it. Uh, and I was like, okay. And he was like, no, seriously, about like compliance issues, but we'll get, we'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> he still, he hasn't talked to me. Like, well, then we should make sure we're very careful, man. No, no, I'm not, we're not censoring for anybody. I mean, compliance issues, I'm always from day one, because it started as a finance podcast, you know have gone out of my way to be like, not a financial advisor, not a financial, this is not financial advice. And I've never said like my current company's name or anything. So, but yeah, I mean, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. true, uh, true, true. But but you know, there might be some like illicit like drugs or whatever, like that I've talked about doing in the past that maybe he's talking about, but again, they didn't drug test me. So it depends on how long of an episode it is. Yeah. And I don't do that many drugs. I just, you know, I don't know if they feel uncomfortable with like, you know. You do you, man. You live your best life. Fun You're guy, out there, Phoenix, fun guy out or... of the ashes, <laughs> raising compliance issues potentially. He just said that, but then never said anything to me. Like so now, <laughs> so now, and then I saw him again this morning at a meeting. You can't do that. I, I that gives me anxiety. I would hunt him down and be like, what, what, what? Well, he left. He me. left in the middle of that meeting because he had to go to our downtown office, and then I saw him this morning, and I kind of forgot that he had said that. And he never brought it up. And then afterwards, I'm like, 
shit. <laughs> but like, I mean, what are they going to do? Come and tell me to stop doing the podcast or don't work there? Well, he's going to like, you're going to be doing something. And he's going to like catch you. He's going to be like behind a pillar and you're going to walk by and he's like Schultz. And you'll be like, oh, don't just be like leaning against it. Like, let's talk real quick. He's just gonna fucking like splinter it's, cell you, dude. That's what's gonna happen. It's kind of That's how vibe. they get you. Kind of his vibe, and but, you know he's probably listening again right now. And you know, good for you, sir. Yeah, I've seen that, and like the <laughs> seen that happen, in like the real big corporate properties and stuff, where you just get like tapped on the shoulder, like come here. And you're like, what? And you just like slipped into some random. Like I didn't oh, even know oh, there was a I've, door there. I've there seen was an office there. Like where the fuck did that come from? Did they put this up just for this meeting? Like that <laughs> happened because uh, like in our like so there was five of us that started training on the same day and then all of a sudden there was only four on training day and then uh we were in the office and there was uh three of or okay so then one of the four is like sitting behind me and they literally were like hey uh uh you know we'll, we'll say his name's simon uh uh like, hey, it's a good he, name it might actually be his real name because uh, I couldn't come up with one. Um, but they're like, hey, can we, I don't know his last name and nobody knows who he is. Um, they're like, hey, can we talk to you real quick? This is why we're still in training. And I turned around like 10 minutes later and all this stuff was gone. And I was like, and they're like, yeah, we had to let him go. I'm like, what just happened? So wow, yeah. yeah so what, what you're saying, like, yeah, that. Mind your P's and Q's, bro. I mean, I'm trying, you know, I'm out here, I'm out here grinding. But they always like get you and like pull you into some separate room that you didn't know was a room where it was like a broom closet and there's like a nice couch and you're like, what? Like, what the fuck? Where did this fucking come from? Like, take a seat, sit down, let's chat for a little bit. Well, my last yeah. job, which is almost a year ago when I got laid off, uh, they had us all come into a meeting and locked all the people they were laying off, which was like, 15 of us that were actually there that day into a conference room and we were not allowed to leave the conference room until they gave us our severance packages one by one intense yeah it was like some succession shit like it was like gnarly it was like and but uh in that conference room was where my uh general manager's private bathroom was yeah and i walked over because i was gonna go take a shit in it and just leave it oh my gosh but it was locked it was locked good and then i was like the second person out of the 15 that they called in to to do the severance thing so and which made it kind of tough on me because i wanted to to negotiate but i knew that there was 13 other people in locked in a conference room all of which had like kids and every i was literally the newest person there and i'd been there for four years but most people have been there for over 10 years over in that room and i was like i can't like in good conscience like and that'd be intense man i could i've never been in that situation before to, to be like called in with like 30 people yeah it would be it's like intense i guess the closest thing is whenever we got called in for all skipping tech ed and we all yeah. went away yeah. from that stuff because there was multiple bells and they pulled all of us to fuck in that conference room and it was like luckily we had some like kind of like goody goodies in the group with us the whole class ran out not everybody was like well that's how you have you to know, do it gang it, gang not everybody was gang gang all day but some people became that that day i swear there's people i was tight with later in life after that whole because we were all pulled into this conference room they're like what the fuck you guys yeah yeah that was like if you didn't hear the episode we like uh yeah, fucking, 
we were fucking with our substitute teacher and a bell went off for like the older kids and we all just said that that was the bell for us to leave we had been like in the class for like not very long like 25 minutes or something and we all left and then she realized later and we got all and then, like and then the next and then day she was, was the, she was our sub for what two weeks yeah two weeks we all had to go back and apologize that was i felt bad that was kind of rough because she was well, nah, i mean in hindsight she, we did it's not like she like lost her commission on like the True. day and it was tech know. ed class i don't know what probably she, the best thing that ever happened to her was like oh wait i don't have to do this class and i still get paid okay cool and i guess in hindsight it did kind of suck because we didn't get any um what's it called we didn't get to do any of the tech ed stuff because mr d wasn't there and she didn't know how to use any of the equipment so we weren't allowed to touch it we just like sat there and did like doodles and shit all day turn that light out all right therapy questions yeah therapy question number one y'all as we do here on talk shit to get off the pod episode 62 you too you still suck shout out bono for just impregnating my phone with an album that i didn't ask for but we'll get to that uh-huh. uh Number one, therapy question, Joseph. Why are lethal injections sterilized? Because, you know, other people besides the person who's getting lethal injective touches it, I think it's just medical standards, right? No, I'm thinking of like they go and they swab, oh, like they they swab, swab your it. arm oh, with yeah, the alcohol. They swab it. I think that's just medical procedure, right? I don't know. Yeah, you're literally yeah. killing somebody against their will true and if you're going to try to justify it you need to make sure you cross all your t's and dot your i's they're like they're not sterilizing it that's inhumane they can be like nope uh-uh absolutely not we did a little alcohol swab put it in there we made sure we we're real nice nah, dude, that's like when Biagra- i think it's part of the illusion of being like oh yeah this is easy no this is the like lysol lobby that uh you know like somebody's like has a factory and they're like that's all they make. in their in their district yeah who makes these like lethal injection alcohol not not the not the actual because i think most states if not all of them stopped making that these companies stopped making lethal injections yeah Uh, yeah, they couldn't get them to where they were like trying to come up with like weird cocktails and like it wasn't working like out in oklahoma or something and it's like the dude's like still alive like fucking suffering and then they like brought in like firing squads and like the gas chamber back like you know Dude, I'm, they're so yeah. committed to killing people yeah true yeah but uh it's it, like it, mass it, producing it, that has a contract to do that i met a guy it has I to thought, be it has to be bureaucracy right yeah it, so i met i met this dude who was out on with death his row. wife no he was this older guy no he was a badass he was super cool old guy super goofy kind of country and was really really nice and his wife was like the sweetest old lady like southern lady you could meet and I was talking to him and he was like, oh, yeah, well, he's like, what you need to do is like what I do. And he has a website and he'll do like factory direct stuff. But his biggest contracts is he sells like in the, in the 80s. He was like, hey, when you guys are cleaning planes, do y'all wear gloves? And he's like, y'all should probably wear gloves. So he distributes and manufactures all like the gloves that American Airlines first started using in like the 80s. And now you, and he's just owned that like his company's owned that contract for infinity. And now he does like spirit and a bunch of other like subsidiaries and other airlines and that's all he does it sells like gloves and then makes masks and has been doing that since the 80s he's like yeah i make probably like he's like 18 to 25 million dollars a year yeah that's like that's like like war dogs like where it's all about getting government contracts and you know like what jonah hill says 
he's like, look at like they have like just the list that yeah, and it have. started with an airport. He said he started at this airport in like New but, in like in like New Hampshire or some shit, and then it just blew up to where then all the other people at the airport wanted him, and he could just give them and get them out real quick. Yeah, and like, and, but oh, I yeah. mean, air, airports are federally regulated, so I'm sure it had to go through like some sort of federal agency to get approved. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. going from the airport to like just privately contracted through the airline this guy is sitting there hanging out in his suspenders like super goofy old country guy and just being like yeah i make like 25 million dollars a year selling gloves and masks that he and, imports and all from sorts China. Of, yeah and like the, and like the little plastic trash bags they put in airplanes and the little paper bags that people barf in and he's like yeah i do all of those for american airlines that's genius and, and he's like i do them for like spirit now and he's like, I also provide to like other things, like maybe a couple hospitals and stuff. But he's like, the big deals are in the 80s and 90s, whenever I got these airlines and like being sanitary became a thing. So he's like, people getting sick and freaking out made it to where I'm making a shit ton of money. He just hangs out. So we agree that 100% it's a similar situation, uh, providing these alcohol oh, swa- yeah. swabs on people who are getting lethal injections on death row. Because, well, I mean, yeah, the way they the way they can't, can't let them get infected by the needle. That they're... Well, I mean, I'm not sure if it's still true, but there was a yeah, there's a mass shortage just for the things in the actual cocktail they use to do that. One hundred percent. Yeah. So there's, and there's that, certain, that's like, that's different. That's different. Yeah, and that's different. But that's because we get a lot of those things from other places on from the, like in Europe, the world, and they were like, from Europe and like, and they're like, yeah, we're done making this because it is. Yeah, it's like we're not making it so anymore. toxic, literally. Like, yeah. yeah, we we don't even want our name on this, like, the, yeah. you know, killing people. And they're just getting free money from the go- American government. All yeah. right. Yeah, Number no. two. It's, it's so bloated, like, the dumb shit that, you know. Okay. It, well, it's just the industrial prison complex, you know, yeah. in America. It's just like. Solid. Yeah, so much fucking waste of money, like, just constantly. It's like we. uh I heard some weird stat like we spend more on our uh, prison system than uh, than Russia does on their military. Sick. Oh, well, that's because that's because there's private private prisons that are ran for profit, so that makes it to where it's easy for which people is the to... most disgusting thing ever. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weird. It's pretty wild. All right, uh, therapy question number two. So we did ask a similar therapy question. Speaking of airplanes, uh, in the past, which was. Uh, on an airplane in the middle seat, which armrest do you get? And uh, that was actually one of the ones that like I had people like texting me after like it was yeah. released, like being like having like they had like a huge like detailed this is who gets what armrest in the middle seat. Like they had a lot of takes. Did anybody agree with my take? What was yours? I think it was like you should you should at least get the one on the right. Well, it will, and then I said, "Well, you don't know which on the right." Well, I mean, on I mean, either go, go side of the well, well, I, well, I thought we were talking if you were in the middle seat. So you're I thought in the it middle was seat, it. but if you could be on the left side of the airplane or on the right side of the airplane. Okay, well, I mean, like I guess, yeah, I got you. So, so towards the window, towards the window. So the person who has the window has a permanent window and an armrest. Yeah. So they, I, so they can always lean that way and be good. So if you're in the middle seat, you at least get this one normally if you're in the middle seat you should get both that's like that was my that was my take is is give them both because i'm because i always try to get the aisle because i'm a grown-ass man and uh, you know (laughs) that's what grown-ass men do is sit in the fucking aisle seat you know oh okay yeah Uh, so i lean 
on the aisle seat arm, you know, just like enough to where I'm not in the way of the actual aisle. Yeah, and you have like the occasional extra leg room where you can stretch yeah. over there. Yeah. So that's like you know, that's you gotta you gotta give the person in the middle. And I both. get to and I get to hit on the on the uh, flight attendants, you know, like first before anybody else sitting next to me. So true. You know, I'm hey man, it's I my got, turn. Yeah, I'm howling at them like you know, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me what's a, a, what's, a buzz. What's the ball. window seat got to do to holler? This aisle no, guy is no, just hollering it mm, off. Shut up. Close the shade. It's bright. At least give me some pretzels, dog. Come on. No, man. no, no. Hey, and play. Also, on, we're we're also Jeez. the emergency exit row, so you better get your shit together. Oh, I'm on my job. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. But you, I think you're ordering drinks, and I'm drinking them because you're in charge of the door, homie. Window seat. The movie armrest, though. Oh yeah, the movie movie armrest is different. Not really, because now those are obsolete. Every chair has its own, and they recline, and they like vibrate, and they have heat, and all sorts of goofy shit. They, you all still, movie you, theaters, you're still have two sharing armrests. an armrest. Like people like have to, you know, is like, it packed? Is it a packed movie theater? It's Top Gun, open weekend. The first one. No. The, the second one. one, the one that just um, made a billion dollars. I made a billion dollars. Good lord! Of course. It's um, good. I think the same rules apply. I guess. Well, no, because there you're not technically. It's first come, first serve. I, I think you at least no, have to no. You're picking, you're picking your seat ahead of time in these new theaters that you're just describing. Yeah, and I okay. have my two armrests. <laughs> not in the ones that I go to, even though they have like you know the the lazy boy and. The, well, that that's what you get living out there in California. They make you have you don't even get two armrests out there. Okay, tax the hell out of you for the purpose of the question. You <laughs> don't get two of your own armrests. Otherwise, what are we even talking about? But what I'm saying is, there's nobody who's technically in the middle because it's a row of seats, not just three seats. So it's not like homeboy to your left is on the window homeboy to your right is in the aisle you're all three in the row of seats so which way do you go i feel like that it skews to the right that's fair and i that's, think it's first come first serve and that person dictates the direction it goes if it skews right or left because if you have a big row of seats and somebody sits like left center and then, like, there's a th- there's a three pot there's a three group that ends up being full. It's gonna end up being like that first person's gonna decide because if they sit next to him, then everyone's gonna kind of shift. Okay, I actually just figured out the answer, and it's obvious now. So if you're on a date, it then you skew towards each other, right? So, yeah. That's so fair. she's on my right, I'm going right, and she's going left. Yeah. And then if there's three of you, then everybody skews towards the middle. So yeah, your homies yeah. in the middle of you and your friend, then you guys should be leaning towards your friend, not the other yeah. way. All three of you, because that's hands just hands and then yeah. a triple kiss. It's perfect, dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's movie hot. night. That's bro hot. night. It's hot, bro that, night. Because you're just man spreading uh, if you're leaning away from your friend towards a stranger. True, you know, and we all know we don't like man spreading in 2022. Even though I see more women manspread than I do men. I would manspread back. I think it balances each other out. Everybody just likes to be lazy and like flop around and be all have bad posture. Not no one me. sits like 
perfectly straight up. That's yeah, I went to Cotillion. I went to Cotillion. The reason why. The only reason why I'm not sitting straight up is because I got to lean into my microphone because I ain't got like some bougie like stand like you do. It's pretty nice. It's kind of short though. It's just a little guy, but I can adjust it and make it really tall. That's what she said. Yeah, she did. And then she he did sa- say and, that. and then he said that he could adjust it and make it tall. All right. Therapy <laughs> question number three. <laughs> Therapy question number three. What the fuck? Does Joseph shirt say Chartreux? Chartreuse. Chartreuse. Okay. It's a cordial. It's a booze. Yeah. It's a good shirt. It's It's like a work shirt. No, it's just like a random shirt. I just wear try to wear I wear random shirts every time. So I I know, I know. I try to, yeah. I I've got my own style going here. Uh (laughs) yeah, the stash is gone, by the way. It was I did wear the the stash on Tuesday. Uh after our, our podcast and it was uh jarring to um my co-workers how you do it man i was like trying to make a joke to one of the girls who's like one of the recruiters uh like it was like a throwback like of like something that had happened and she's like i don't understand what you're saying and i had to like explain the joke and then i I was like, no, that was awkward. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I've got this, like, creepy-ass mustache on that she had never seen before. Oh, or, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the compliance She's probably just looking issue. at me it's like... stash. No, 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 no. Did you talk like Dennis Farina, too? Like, hey, good morning. Hey, I got a joke for you. No, but I... So the guy that I was talking about who did listen to the podcast, I had brought up how you had said that I should have, like, a Chicago accent when I come yeah. into the office. And... Then I was like, well, there's a lot of dudes from Chicago here, like including my boss. And uh and I don't know, he was laughing about it, but like I just can't do a Chicago accent. Like, yeah. yeah. Not but, that mine's any good. Yeah, your accents are pretty like on point. They're pretty, definitely better pretty, than mine. Yeah, yeah it's like you're rounded Ra- a lot. Your Rasputin. My my Russian yeah. accent. Yeah. Bah, bah. It's like almost too good. Matroshka. What's my yeah? I don't know. I just hear stuff, but I can try to like imitate it. You're freaking out the the Czech Republic, Finland, and Slovenia who all listen to the podcast and Sweden. Do not be afraid, comrade. It will be okay. Please take seat. Have sip vodka. Maybe have uh, you know American burger, (laughs) something delicious. Please do not be afraid. No, no. I'm just locking the door for (laughs) both our safety. Please. (laughs) Tea. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> i know dude dude i mean you might be a russian asset we don't even know and this Maybe is like I this, am. this is a long game because they just know that i'm i'm such a fucking american it patriot is, uh, not likely but it is probable probable <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah every time we get another country out of like the you know eastern bloc like they're yeah, like, the, they're like, mm, let's talk. I to, like let's... this Joseph guy. He has <laughs> yeah. uh, good jokes. He is um, he is a uh, he is a uh, uh, American hotshot. I really like him. That's how we got Myanmar. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if he's on the uh, on the web. I can find him. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Use uh, Elon Starlink before it goes away. You stupid Russians. You can't even like. You can't even take out the cell towers in Ukraine, but you want to win a war? Get the fuck out of here. All right. Um, therapy question number three. Why does it take so long for quicksand to work? 
because you gotta struggle a little bit <laughs> jesus christ well i mean right that you get stuck in it and then it's like going underneath you but normally you get stuck well why is it why you. is it why is it not slow sand because i mean i feel like that's some stupid dad joke <laughs> why don't they call it slow sand <laughs> <laughs> i love that this resort's all inclusive it's like chill dad please stop drinking um <laughs> i don't i don't I mean i i can't i don't know because uh, okay what is quicksand by the way i think it's where there's like like a it's like a sand pit i don't know how to say sand pit there's not it's not like an actual sand where it like but like if you watch like the movie prey where um it's kind of like a boggy marsh type thing where it looks like it'd be solid ground but it's actually not and it's more like porous and liquidy so you can get stuck in it it's like a land swamp but and that and that it's like a chinese finger trap like the harder you try to get out of it the more you're going down into it yeah like you know like the old like tar pits and stuff like where oh yeah and maybe we pulled a dinosaur out of there like those guys like la brea tar pits out here no yeah yeah they have a Um, show they have a show now on peacock okay well like the tar pits it's like the same theory but it'd just be like like kind of ground so it's not necessary or it could be sinkholes i mean I well that's know. that was what i was gonna say it was like because as you were describing i'm like is it just like a sinkhole in florida <laughs> well and that's why i personally think florida like th- despite all the florida jokes although florida is like full of crazy people florida is like such a dangerous place just to live even if everybody over there was normal there's like there's like stories of people where sinkholes open up under their house and like people fall and like they never find them also there's that uh okay hotel. well don't don't affect oh yeah the hotel that just yeah, like, coll- like half of it like collapsed and like there was the corvette was museum there was like the four, corvette like yeah there's shit the, ton of people died there or the corvette museum where it just opened up underneath the showroom floor and like like 15 million dollars in classic corvettes that were like one of a kind just plummeted into some hundred anywhere there were like you have the probability of like some 300 foot abyss just opening up under your house like you shouldn't live there and there's like giant snakes and shit and iguanas everywhere i know but i just want to just point out like while we're speaking of the international countries that listen to this germany is at number one on the list of, pretty rowdy. of our audience and i think they'd be offended by you saying that florida's full of crazy people because they're like uh hold my beer it's oktoberfest bitch and it's germany that's true we're that's true we're the craziest shout out germany that's pretty crazy that germany's our number one well they're tied with uh, like the uk okay but they're they're a huge block like both of them together is it's like it's crazy how many people solid chunk yeah it's a lot like it's it's weird all right Uh, well that's cool shout Shout out I mean, have, Germany. Yeah, we have a huge like military base. The United States does um, in Germany, so it could be like some some military dudes from America. But I, I I like to think it's like some like hot blondes and like Lederhosen or something. <laughs> That's right, ladies. My last name is Schultz. You're not, ridiculous. Not German. Not German. Super Irish. But holler, right. holler at your boy. Number four. Good. <laughs> Slide it to my DMs. No, don't do that. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. Why are you trying to cock block me? I'm not. I'm just trying to keep you safe, man. It's Oktoberfest. I don't need you. You will never come back. Eh, you know. You would disappear. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there'd be some like first 48. Well, first 48. Shit. International edition. <laughs> 
That'd be tight. I'd watch that. But, That's I mean, a murder show. I'd watch like Interpool. You love Unsolved Mysteries. You said that already. Mm-hmm. So. Shout out Unsolved Mysteries with Dennis Farina. Well, you could start another podcast and it would be like discovering uh, what happened to to your co-host uh, in Germany. All right, You have to listen. You have to watch a Dennis Farina episode of Unsolved Mysteries before the next episode. Killer photographer terrorizes the Miami coast tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you have to. It's too good, man. I like mysteries that are solved. And he's like burnt to a crisp orange because he's, <laughs> he's like just so like swine out, hair. Out, he's out and he's just all wandering the time. around. But it's all like the spooky backgrounds. It's like it's not spooky. Like that's Dennis Farina behind a Denny's. Like, what are you doing, dude? Quit telling ghost stories. He's, he's, he's the like fuck a, in the car. We got to go home. He's at a Hardy's with Mike Lindell. Yeah. He's like, hey, we're looking for Mike's phone over here. <laughs> like uh, the FBI just took it. Be like, oh, Did you ping it? Did you fucking ping it? <laughs> he's like, no, it's a flip phone, dude. Oh, oh, oh. He's hitting crack. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is there any doubt that the my pillow guy, Mike Lindell, is still, still? Not on? He's definitely taking like, oh, like he's overprescribed on Adderall. Like, yeah, at, at the at the very very least, if he's not doing cocaine. No, and that's where I could see him being like on a shit ton of Adderall. Me too. And it, and it being something where he's um you know, like having these manic moments where he's watching and like looking at all this data and people are just handing him shit with numbers. And he's like, all the evidence is in here. And he can like see it because he's all Adderalled out. But like, it's like not really there. It's just like tons and tons of paper. And he's like, that's why I can't show it. And he just can't get it out. I know. And I don't even want to give him the credit of Adderall. Like, I just think it probably would be easier for him to be on Adderall than it would for him to be consistently on cocaine well it'd have to be something like um yeah it has to be something like the like the pills that uh trump was on he's on all like that sudafed or whatever it's just hopped up on like random amphetamines and i actually making making pillows and i think i think trump might be on that uh shits on adderall too like because you know say that he doesn't drink which i actually think because he says he doesn't drink means he drinks a shit ton probably Maybe, but I also think that it probably would have come out by now because he, this he can't get away with anything. <laughs> it's just like yeah, he can't. Fair. Yeah, he just like steals like Kim Jong Un's like love letter and like gets caught. So I'm sure somebody at this point would have been like, uh, no, yeah, he uh, takes down a fifth of uh, Jack yeah. every night. <laughs> yeah, I see him all the time in, in his diet coke. <laughs> he's got a, yeah, he's got fucking old time dude. He drinks gross shit. It's not even good. He's the president and he's not getting drunk on anything good. He's drinking, right. <laughs> drinking so, skull vodka out of a plastic fucking fifth. It's like <laughs> with with like Eric Trump. Like in it, in, where's in my the, koozie? Who's seen it? Somebody knows where my koozie is. It's the one with it's the one with the corgis on it and their butts. It's hilarious. Everyone loves my koozie. Everyone wants to wants to steal it. Corgis. He's a fucking sociopath. Like I don't know because he would isn't be, he like would, he's like the only person who's never had a dog. It's got the angel of death on it, but my face is superimposed. Where is it? Who's seen my koozie for my little fifty? I need it. He's like drinking co- like Taka or Heaven Hill, some just ratchet shit. 100 percent he's drinking like from a plastic like uh like, oh, like shooters oh is he a shooters guy no no he's not a shooters guy he's not a shooters guy that's too classy for him uh he he's like a 
like a pop off. I drink like half of a a of a, a gallon, throw it against the wall, yell at somebody, and then demand like for another one. No, you make me more. No, but I actually think that he's like just on hella prescription drugs that make him probably, mad. probably, or he's just fucking senile or, or both. It's a combination. An yeah, old, a crazy person on Adderall, an old crazy person on Adderall. That is a nightmare. That's gonna be me. He's gonna get like lost easy. He's gonna get lost easy and have a lot of energy. That's a scary fucking silver alert, dude. A hopped up silver alert on some Adderall and like Sudafed, Diet Coke flying around. Like that's just. I feel like they're just like "Ah, just like they're just handing out Adderall like 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 it's fucking like like candy in a dish like at the white house when he was in there buckets of fucking kfc riding shotgun dude that's terrifying he's like crazy racist like that that's a night that is the one thing that that is the one thing because he's like morbidly obese so so is he like putting adderall like on cheeseburgers like you know (laughs) yeah i mean my blue cheese adderall burger (laughs) extra bacon damn it well i think it was half baked uh where they're like or or don't be a medicine for you which one and it was like i'm addicted to cocaine he's like cocaine how are you addicted to cocaine you've been putting that on cheeseburgers because it's like a fat (laughs) 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 yeah like trump would be a lot skinnier now that i think about it if he was doing like uppers yeah if he was doing a lot of uppers maybe maybe he's like yeah benzo dude who knows yeah maybe has like a thyroid problem or something it's possible dude is thick so thick, it makes me stutter. Um, therapy question number four. Last therapy question, y'all. If you didn't know your age, how old would you be? I always tell people I'm 47, just for the fuck of it. I just pick a random age. I'm like, oh, I'm 47. My like, favorite what? number. My I want to look number, at like you when I'm 47. My favorite number and your number in football. That was my first number, my very first number. Uh, forty-seven. I've never thought about it. Like, if if you say like you're way older than you are, then you're kind of like you get getting credit for looking so young for your age. No, I just throw it out there because almost, a, the... yeah, almost a better move than lying and saying you're younger than you are. And I drop it every couple of months. Somebody will be like, oh, I'm like, dude, it's tough. Like, I'm forty-seven. Oh, I'm just fucking tired. And they're like, oh my God, really? They're like, oh yeah, I forgot. Man, you look good. I'm like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. You black know? don't crack, black don't crack, yo. Yeah, basically. Um, like, let's go. Okay, no, but would you actually say cocoa butter? How old do you feel? How old do I feel? Well, I 100? Yeah, no, probably. Get probably, that cocoa butter for probably, your probably, ashy ass probably, probably 47. <laughs> I mean, I've been through, I feel like I'm older than I actually am. Just I've been through a lot. It's yeah, like mindset. You reach a certain age where it's more about a mindset. Yeah. Like what you've been through than it is more about like, oh, you're this old. Because you'll meet people that are twice your age and are a mess. And you'll meet somebody you're like, damn, that 24-year-old's got their shit together. You rarely see that, but that those people exist. Yeah. I'd say I feel like I'm like 27 or 8. Okay, like uh, that's older than I would have said. The managing director of my office is almost exactly the same age as me. Like he turns thirty six 
Like I think this month I turn 36 next month. And uh, <laughs> he seems so much older than me and not like he looks older than me. Just like he has three kids. He has a wife. He's like running like the biggest firm in a fortune 90 company. Like it's, you know, and I'm like, how the fuck are we the same age? Like, I feel so much younger than you, but I probably look just as old, if not older than him. Yeah, but I, that's where I'm like, you know, <clears throat> you could be at a certain point in somewhere and not be as developed in another area. I'm yeah. saying that about him, but you no, know. No, 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 no. He's, he's like super smart. Great guy. Maybe just... super smart. Like, you know, like there's a lot of like things that you were able to do around because like there's probably things that you were able to do that he might not necessarily have experience. So that makes sense. For like, sure. You know, yeah. A lot yeah. Of he got who... in the business like when he was, uh, yeah, right out of college, like 21. Yeah. And yeah. That's why, like, I always say I feel like really old because when I started, whenever you, like y'all were going up to school, I was like, all right, I got to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. So when I was figuring that shit out, I grew up like super quick, really fast to like not have my <laughs> life suck. So I had to like figure shit out really quick. It was a lot of trial and error, but I pulled it off. But there's like so much stuff in my early 20s that I never really got to do, never experienced because it was like financial issues. Like I couldn't do it. Like it wasn't an option. So there were certain things that and that used to bug the fuck out of me. Um, but now I'm like chilling when I enjoy the fact that I have like this stability and that understanding. So I appreciate those things probably a little bit more. And where we grew up also has a lot to do with it, you know, because whether you were doing shit or not, half of the people was like, oh, I'm just going to greece my parents are flying me out to greece for six months and you want to come it's like nah man sorry i don't have like 15 grand to drop on a trip like the middle of nowhere and uh, my but my buddy uh uh p rich uh he had his wedding in greece and invited me and i just couldn't go because i didn't have the money to go and his family also invited me to go to hawaii like on a family vacation with them like years before that and i couldn't go because i just didn't have the money so I get that. But I was also uh, going to school for 10 years, whereas you were on the grind for, you know, so like I still was involved in a lot of debauchery and like childish shit, you know. And but, I did. I got to do some, but I was some fun shit too. E but... Equally as broke, if not worse. Oh, yeah. There was a period of time where like I think most some of my friends are more broke than me just because like they were still in school. So their right. options were limited. And like, I basically, when I was like work managing on Sixth Street and like in that bar scene down there, I started making really good money. It was like I would see those people on their days off. They would come to my job, which was always like super interesting. <laughs> Don't miss that shit at all. Yeah, you claim that I uh, got too drunk, like in a Don Pablo's or something. You did, man. I remember that vividly. Never dude. been you in got... a Don Pablo's in my life, y'all. No, it was you and Newkirk, man. You and Newkirk came up. Not there even and... wasn't even twenty one. Like, I know. According I served, to the state, I I I gave you I gave you a dose amber big ass mug, dude. I'm telling you, we'll not even Paul, my drink, not even my. We'll get, we'll get Paul Wall, and you like pick up I use chair. I, I, that kind of now that you, you were wandering around with this chair, and I was like, dude, put that shit down. Dude, this shit that was wild. That was like one of the funniest shits fuck, ever. Because you showed like up seventeen you were years ago with Paul, seventeen and I was like, years right, ago, get some food. And man, you were just wild. <laughs> it was literally half a life ago. No, I just remember because I was high as shit. And I was like, dude, what the fuck, man? Nobody <laughs> remembers, bro. Uh, okay. I mean, I brought it up. I, I you know. Um, all right, y'all. So 
that was the end of our therapy questions. Joseph, do you want to hit us with our, it looks like we have a pre-article Well, I topic. just wanted to talk about these two things because there's a new prime current minister. Events. Yeah. yeah, just current events. There's just a new prime minister, man. Uh, and there was so like no for, election. So, you know, shout out the UK. Uh, you know, we mentioned Germany as one of our top listeners. Well, so is the UK. And I believe you're speaking about Liz Truss. Yep. Not outlasting a head of lettuce. Did you yeah, see that? Saw, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, the, like somebody uh, had a head of lettuce, literally, exactly what I'm saying, from the grocery store. And they uh, took a picture of it and were like, who's going to last longer, the prime minister of uh, the UK or this head of lettuce? And the head of lettuce, still good for salads. And she gone. Yeah. The, the fastest that a... Uh, a prime minister has been inaugurated and let go or and resigned in the history of that, you know, what a thousand year old country. <laughs> like, well, I guess they've only had prime ministers for like, yeah. I mean, how long was she in? 44 days or something like that. It was like, it was like tough ass lettuce. Six, it was like six Scaramucci's. That's six Scaramucci's. <laughs> that's some tough ass lettuce, dude. That's some that's, tough ass lettuce. That's yeah. yeah, 44 days. Most people would throw it out before it reached that point. But it's so crazy because she was only the second female prime minister in the history of the country. Uh, the last thing that the Queen Elizabeth II did before she died, like literally it was two days before she died, was meet Liz Truss, uh, you know, at, to welcome her as the new prime minister. And there's yeah. some, there's some like, ceremonial shit that the queen actually has to like like yeah. sign off on it even though it's kind of like a formality yeah uh, yeah and then so the last picture that queen elizabeth took is with this prime minister liz truss and then she's just already gone i mean they're still burying the queen yeah she she just wanted but, the photo op with the queen she wanted to say she did it the I mean, it was bucket list dude, and she just wasn't that into it people are still in the queue as they called it looking yeah. to wait to see the queen and Liz Truss is already gone no She's i mean like, bye. <laughs> uh and then and then they were trying to get boris johnson back in there who she took over for and he had to he had to come out and be like i'm not running it's like what the fuck are you doing yeah, it's pretty crazy over there right now. And now they just, so they've elected a new one, but they didn't even elect him. He's the new UK prime minister. He's the first British Asian prime minister and the first Hindu prime minister. He's 42. He's the youngest prime minister in modern times. He's also the richest uh, prime minister in the history of right. the country. So he's, he's like, is he, is he, so he's like rich, like from like back when they like had a colony in India. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, they you said, said he was Hindu, and yeah, he was unelected you, by the you, British you people could, or the yeah. Tories. He didn't give a single debate, interview, statement about what his program is. Um, all we know is he's rich. Worked just... for Goldman. Worked for Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. <laughs> of course, he did. It's so weird that like white. that like the party. So the Tories is the name of the Conservative Party in yeah. in England that they can just like switch out who's running their country without the people of the UK voting just whenever the fuck they want until the actual election 
comes up like which well, is it it's still like two years away i think piers morgan likes him <laughs> okay so i don't know how that if that makes you feel any better about it no i don't like the conservative party the tories period like the labor party is... well apparently he's like anti-poor so we'll see there's a lot of rhetoric mm. about it like anti like what like like workers rights and slashing of funding and stuff yeah so i mean he worked for goldman sachs yeah he's gonna run it like a business the, the dumbest that is one of the dumbest shits i've ever heard is uh that you know it's like when they try to get Mitt romney in and then donald trump who's like literally failed in every single fucking business he's ever tried to run ever period and full stop like the Trump organization is about to get dissolved in New York. So don't, don't even hit me with the real estate bullshit, but the country is not a business. Newsflash world, like run it like a business. No, that's not how you run a country. You know, you don't just like well, yeah, I've always lay people off that... to like get corporate profits up. It's like, that's, you can't do that. Well, like, I always say that we have, in this country the way our businesses operate is we see that they don't like care a lot about their workers and like are all about exploiting the people that work for them so why would i want somebody who does that want to run the country like that that doesn't make sense no it doesn't it's like would you want your boss like what like it's like asking someone who works in a factory like would you want your boss to be the president not maybe maybe they're super nice i guess but i mean more chances are not than like who are the owner of your company that owns you want jeff bezos to be president no no like you don't you fucking want Elon Musk? Lex oh don't, i better not say elon Musk. people are like yeah dude he'd fix all of our problems man okay, but what what do corporations like kind of mirror which is like autocracy it, it becomes like a dictatorship like a lot of the time you know it's like the CEO is the one who's like running shit. I guess like if you have a board, like if they have any power, but like, if you look at Fuckerberg over on Facebook, like he has dual class uh, shares. So like, you can't vote him out. Yeah. And it comes all the way back. Just like with Oprah, dude, you can't vote Oprah out either. That's what I'm saying. These billionaires are crazy. You can't vote them out. But Oprah's company is her company named after her. It's not a publicly traded company. Just saying. You can't buy shares in Oprah. Otherwise, I would have done it already. You would, you son of a bitch. Yeah, because I go where the money goes. True. Not a financial advisor. Yeah, I I definitely, her book, I'd go buy into her book club, buy some book club stock for sure. No. That's all you had to do. There was a period in time where all you had to do was write a book and have Oprah be like, it's pretty good. And people were like, oh. And the next thing you know, you're doing the TV circuit. They're making TV movies, mm-hmm. starring you're, Tiffany, starring you're Tiffany running, Amber Thiessen or some shit. You're running for Senate in uh, Pennsylvania. And you're not yeah, even now from there. Yeah, now you are. <laughs> well, no, he's a doctor. Okay, so watch it. He is a doctor. Dr. Oz is amazing. No, shut the fuck up. I'm going to bleep that. <laughs> okay, full, disclo- then- full disclosure. Dr. Oz, not amazing. Yeah, he is. He's the best. He kills dogs. <laughs> now everybody knows systematically I'm a Phil, kills knows dogs. I'm a Phil guy. Now I hate Dr. Phil. Jerry Springer all day. Gang gang all day. Let's go, Jerry Springer. No, 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 no. Dr. Phil MD, baby. Dr. Phil. 
open the goddamn window before I throw a brick through it, you stupid whore. He's like, he's like, shut up, feed me, and give me two hundred dollars. I can't remember what that quote is. <laughs> like, You're ugly. Shut up, and give me two hundred dollars. I love it. You know, it's so great. That's what he. That's that's his negotiating skills. Like you know, abroad. You're and, just a bad parent. That's what he says to Putin. Yeah, you're just a small, angry man. You know that, right? You know you're angry, right? And he's, he's always. And what I don't. What, what pisses me off about Doctor Phil. Is he like has always got this like bullshit lean back thing to it? So whenever he's sitting there, he's just like looking at you like you lying. Like he's got this look that's he's so smug, and he just like throws his hands up. He holds his cards like up here, like a fan, and he's just like, "You just think you can come in here and do whatever you want?" And he's just like flipping his cards around. Uh, well, that. guess what, Mister? Not on my show. Not on my stage. Isn't that right? My wife's sitting right over there, and everyone's like, "Yeah." Fuck yeah, Phil. Okay. She's like, and, sorry. And my mistress is sitting right behind yeah, her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but at least he's not trying to sell you like some stupid vitamins like Dr. Oz. Like, get the fuck out of my face. True. No, and now he's. Or Joey he's, Bag of Donuts. He's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Joey Bag of Dumb Shit. Are you going to drink water out of this creek in the middle of nowhere? Make sure you buy the Survival Straw <laughs> sponsored by Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah, and Alex Jones, like, get the fuck, like, it's like, hmm, like, what is this? There's a theme here, man. The, there's gonna be a biopic about Alex Jones, and somebody's gonna win an Oscar. I'm saying that right now, somebody is going to win an Oscar at some point, or be nominated for something, or win a Sundance film. Someone is going uh, to make who, a movie. Who? who, who let's who do it. Play him. Let's do a fantasy draft. Three, three, snake draft of who you would pick to play. Alex Jones in a biopic. You go first. I'll go. Well, no, I, I think, I, I think I'll go. Need... I'll go two, three. You go four, five, and I'll go six. I gotta think about this, man. Okay, well, this is talk shit to get off the pod, homie. It's time no, to go. We gotta move, man. But well, next episode we should have our list of who we think because that's a lot. I don't know because I can't think. I can think of maybe one person right now, but they. I mean, I guess, but no, Jonah Hill really couldn't do it. It's like that's what I'm saying is he, Alex Jones is a weird is a weird body type man. No, not if you have the guy that I have. Who's your guy? Okay, uh, old man Huggy was on the clock and his pick is not in. So with the first overall pick, Christian Bale. No, it couldn't be Christian Bale. He played, think- he, he played Dick Cheney. Yeah, but someone's got to be. Yeah, I mean. We each had three picks. I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman, if he was alive. Matt Damon could probably play it. <laughs> Brennan <laughs> Frazier. Brennan Frazier. That would, the the, that would be the that would be the role of a lifetime. Brennan Frazier is Alex Jones. But they'd call it Info I think you Wars. Had it. They call I think, the movie Info Wars. That's I think what you had it with Jonah Hill, except for Jonah Hill's too young. Well, that's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You would, it depends because there's a lineage. You'd have to have a young Alex Jones and then you'd have to have like crazy. So the end would be like the fallout, I guess. I mean, like, are, we, are, we at the, are we at the end yet? No, man, it's still going, dude. He's still selling shit. He was watching the, the amounts of money that he was having to pay out live on his show in real time and was like just talking shit. He was like, buy stuff. They're not getting anything from us. Just like being ridiculous. Alex Jones is such a mess. 
He's such a mess. It's like unraveling on all, but that's going to be a an award Academy Award winning movie, InfoWars. Uh, do you want to hit us with the other one? Um Oh, does Clarence Thomas put a freeze on? So Lindsey Graham is potentially was was a been, senator from South Carolina is being su- subpoenaed in the Fulton, Georgia County um, cr- criminal grand jury for all this election and fucking with voters and or fucking with electors and state officials. They have him on a couple voicemails. He was trying to get uh, these electors to overturn the 2020 election for Donald Trump. Yeah. In another state like calling people out of his state has nothing to do with him at all. And um, he's been subpoenaed to testify under oath. And And then what happened? And then what happened? And he's been ducking and dodging and ducking and dodging. And he's, I think this this is the second time uh, a court, I think the 11th circuit decided that they would not uh, uphold, like he had to go testify. And now he's subpoenaed to, or he's uh, asked us a Supreme court to step in and stop him from having to go testify and then clarence thomas put a freeze on that order that he has to so it's like in limbo right who was a supreme court justice and so it went to supreme court and clarence thomas agreed with senator lindsey graham from south carolina that he doesn't have to go testify in georgia for trying to overturn the election like a treasonous fuck that he is and what's really crazy about it is his wife, Clarence Thomas. That's why it's a big deal. Is Clarence Thomas's wife is involved in was like went to before the January sixth committee. She's been involved in all of this overturning and fake electors, and you know trying to flip the election for Trump. So she's a known co-conspirator in all of this, and that's his wife. So that just seems he should be recusing himself from anything that has to do with this shit, and he refuses to. So like right now, he might be the most problematic or like compromised on an ethics level Supreme Court justice we've ever seen in the history of this country. 100%. Which and he, is really, he has really been. He has, yeah, been he has been for a while, but now this is like a whole nother level. Like, I think that it's some like boss tweed type shit that they talk like five points gangs in New York type bullshit, where it's just like, it's blatant that his conflict of interest is all over this. And you don't even know how much he's involved in that as well. And that's, you can only imply that that's why he doesn't want anything to come from this in the first place. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah that's why he's not recusing himself because he wants to be, make sure that he doesn't get arrested or his, I guess his wife, I don't know if he even cares about her because he's talking about overturning uh, interracial marriage in this country and uh, he's black and she's white. No, I don't think he'd go for that one. I think he'd leave he that. Literally said it. Get, he said gang, it. He said, I, mean, for, I know, but I'm just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he said that he's like, after she gets locked up, he's like, I had nothing to do with a man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why he talks like that, but does he, he does. does he know that it's easier like to just go through divorce court than have to like change Maybe an, not, dude. A, an entire wild. law? She's pretty wild, man. She like, grew up in a cult and shit. She's would you, pretty would nuts. You, would you hook up with her? Absolutely not. Okay. No, man, that ain't my swag. I thought I was your type. No. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my type. Well, she's Boop. she's thick and she's white. And boomers. I, I thought that's what you guys were into. Oh, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> Allegedly. Boo. 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 Bad bad joke. Um. It's a long boo. Um, right. <laughs> oh, it was still going. Uh, yeah, it was still going. Um, but yeah, those are just two things I wanted to add because those popped up like after I did already did the articles. 
Um, first article. Let's see, I'm getting so sophisticated now. I got I got the clips for all of the articles too, so I can bring them up. It's from Bloomberg <clears throat> drug makers at Issei and Biogen uh notched a major breakthrough in a fight against Alzheimer's last month, which is super cool. Um, showing they were able to blunt the disease's progression. CEO, expl CEO explains what the discovery could mean for other neuro neurological disorders. What do you think about this? This is like super badass. And like yeah, I was going to say really, really big deal. Because one of the one of the things uh, I think I worry about the most is like Alzheimer's or uh, dementia, because then you're not really in a place to like make decisions, you know, for yourself. Yeah, when it like when shit like that happens, so and the fact that like this breakthrough drug could not only it's not only Alzheimer's it could like lead to a bunch of neurological like fixes. Yeah, it's it's saying that like the the way because I'm trying to pull it up right now because I don't have I can't get my Apple News on my computer. Stupid. Um, that's one thing that I worry about with like myself or anyone but he was saying that to come up with it they basically they've been trying to attack this for a long time and they thought that it was a protein buildup like an excess protein buildup in the brain is what would cause alzheimer's so they had like what 800 different people that they tested on and it was like the right it was like basically oh he says what led to the ultimate breakthrough and the ceo said first it was the correct hypothesis second was the correct dosing we did, we did conduct a very large phase two studying before the current study gather around 800 patients to check five different doses, dose approaches, approaches, approaches compared to a placebo. And then third, it was the right population. So it's super interesting that they, that they've had this hypothesis on what it could be this entire time. And they've been just doing like trial and error for yeah. forever. And I this mean, is it's huge. Called, it's called science. Yeah, no, that's just like super fucking, I know that and I was having this argument with someone about science that's <laughs> like they were comparing they were complaining about how like quickly we come up with vaccines and i was like well look you know i would hope you know there's people that played football who blew their knee out <clears throat> like 50 years ago where you know they're in the hall of fame but their career was like four years because of a knee injury that'd be routine now now those people are back out there on ruptured achilles playing football in like what six to eight months it's fucking wild when if you tore your achilles 15 20 years ago that was that could be a career ender you know that was, somebody's whole game changed so it's just you know the, the medical advancement we've been able to make is absolutely mind-blowing because we're obviously at the peak of our medical and technological like we, advancement and like we're, in what we, we always are we always yeah are. we guess yeah i guess you're right we're, yeah, we're, we're never we're, declining in that it's just like we're always getting better but that's exactly what my mom you know she is not vaccinated because like facebook told her um, but that's what I, I told her the same thing. She's like, well, they just came out with the vaccine. I'm like, yeah. I was like, they also just came out with the new iPhone and it's better than the fucking like rotary phone that like was around, like when the polio vaccine got invented. I, I don't know about you, but I like new technology and new science. I trust that more than shit that was made like in 1890. Yeah, I think that like the leap we've been able to make, we've always steadily progressed, but I think that we've made such a leap in the past, you know, 50 years. Yeah, it's the age of acceleration. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's more like, it's Moore's law. It's like 
technology doubles and becomes half as expensive. It used to be every 18 months. And now I think it's like every nine months. So that's, that's also kind of fuck. It fucks with me because there's two things. It's climate change is getting real, real, real. Yep. Uh, So, you know, what's the world going to look like in 20 years? But then there's the other side of that coin, which is like medicine is getting so good that it's like, do I even need to worry about like, you know, eating healthy or like drinking? Well, or- yeah, well, that's like, is are they going to be able to fix that by the time? And there's, you know, like I think I said, so. Well, that the, there's some the first like human alive. <laughs> oh, don't even start with that shit. Um, no, but that's like those Hep C cure commercials for the boomers. They're like, you've been hiding in secret and they're like wandering in the woods and they break out into some field that's that's what they're talking about some of those people lived in secret for forever and had a hep c and didn't tell anyone and then they finally there was a cure that showed up why wouldn't you tell someone? that would be that, that would almost be relieving well i don't know maybe they didn't that that's what the commercial said you've been hiding in secret so i'm assuming there were some people <laughs> wandering around with secret hep c but i'm just saying if that was the case you got in the 70s you lived to see a cure for that well oh yeah we did talk about it if you get hep C and you live for decades into your seventies, is it really a disease? Maybe you have some treatment they were just giving you, you know? Yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to get to 70. You tell me you're going to give me, you're going to give me hep C and I can go to my seventies. Okay. Let's I'll take that. But then like, there'd be a transition. Like he's not as yellow as he used to be. Yellow. (laughs) Cause you would get the shot and it'd all clear up, man. I'm just saying. Hep C is weird, right? Like, you can can you just like develop it like it's not like from or do you have to contract it from someone i'm not sure i think you have to contract but there's a lot of different ways you can i thought it was kind of like how there's diabetes too like where diabetes 2 it, you're not born with it but you develop it i yeah. thought i think one of the hepatitis is, is like that like one you get from like trading needles you never hear hep a you never yeah, hear yeah. no one ever talks shit about Where, where's the where's the pr team for hep a yeah that's true they don't know no they're great like the, oh the that's right we that, don't hear about them is that's because like <laughs> we don't even know they shut it down they shut that we're shit down see we're wondering when d's gonna roll up like yeah, no like, one even thinks yeah they're, they're like, like the coke brothers a. they're like the coke brothers it's like, like nobody even knows what they look like that like, they... b barely exists now like you rarely hear that but so we just start out with c we're skipping the first letter man the the og <laughs> Yeah. As it goes, he's like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Shout out that dark PR team. But back to the seriousness. This is super. He said it took him 25 years to develop this. That's a long time. That's like, especially like you were saying, how things, how accelerated things are. That's something that, you know, they have are having to, I mean, I guess hypothesize, like you said, uh, educated guess on like what, what it could potentially be. And it probably how, has how you to go about stuff. It probably has to take that long. Uh, just to see if it worked you know yeah but what what it says is it doesn't like completely reverse it but it stops the progression of it so if you got caught somebody with early onset alzheimer's you might be able to like get in front of it and stay keep them on a medication and stop it from getting worse which is you know that's one thing that they say is really hard about alzheimer's is like progressive is like the progressive spiral that continues and continues so if you if they had a way to stop it whenever they recognized it, that'd be huge. Um, but they said it could be good for um, body dementia or Parkinson's. Um, it's just 
showing you know it's going to lead to a lot of different advancements and also you know better hypothesis for other neurological disorders because aging is so difficult like you know i mean like you you can do the plastic surgery shit and you know make sure your forehead doesn't move but when it comes to stuff like alzheimer's or parkinson's i mean it's like you know you can look at somebody who's awesome like michael j fox and that like literally took took his life and his career away from him he's great and he's done well for himself obviously he's a badass but um you know like his acting career he had to stop doing he was like the highest paid tv actor in the world at one point when he was on spin city and all that shit and had to quit because he couldn't like hide the fact that he had parkinson's and he was still pretty young yeah but he could have like i mean probably now like turned into like charlie sheen you know who was also in spin city and then we'd just be like michael j fox is a fucking coked out idiot you know if he didn't get parkinson's it's possible (laughs) we don't know what you know he got me too well i'm just but i mean i'm just talking about the neurological disorder and the inability to fight it because that was forever ago like that was was so long ago yeah like 90s yeah like so we were kids whenever that shit happened i remember that being a big deal and how huge yeah there was this art you remember him doing an interview and he was talking about how he had to drive around in his limo like do laps around stuff until it would stop so he could get out and go walk and do like a movie premiere or something it's super interesting and you know really sad but if we have ways to combat that he would have had so many like you know 20 30 years more added on to whatever he's doing he's on like curb your enthusiasm and stuff but now he plays it up and it's like he makes fun of it you know yeah, like the, but, the soda episode you, where he shook the soda. You could still tell though, because like he like literally has like, uh, like ways to like, because like to counter his body involuntarily moving. Yeah. So he's just, you know, like it's not the Parkinson's making him do this. It's like that's the way for him to not like just be shaking out of control. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's very true. But that's a, that's super awesome. So if you know someone with Alzheimer's or as if you're us and you're you're like younger and that something that I have like major anxiety about, like that's really cool. Um, and of course, it was done outside of the U.S. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I mean, you know, we don't have like the best scientists. In the yeah, we do. We have some of them, but I mean, most of them. Our, our educational system sucks. The ones that we have aren't from here. Most of majority of them aren't here. But they come here. Well, and yeah, they'll come and, here and, for like and, a... and we tell them to leave because we're a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, we're like, get out of here. Oh, here, take our, our the best education in the history of pray the fucking planet. Five times a day, you pray five times a day. I pray three times when I wake up at lunch. You always got to pray over a meal. God damn it, bedtime with my baby girl. And if you do it more than that, you're a sinner, boy. Now come hold these rattlesnakes and praise Jesus with me. You all about the snake oils. Um, all right, Sorry, you want to move man. on? Yeah, sorry, man. That's just, you know, that's they're wild. Um, all right. This one strategies to avoid workplace conflict. What do you think about this? I mean, do you, I guess, I feel like you might see this a lot in your work environment because you're in competitive sales, right? It's well, kind of competitive. Uh, my last job for sure. And then this one, yeah. Like, I mean, like this morning, you know, it's like every Monday we sit around, there's like 30 of us and uh, it's like, they're putting up numbers and like, they're putting up like, who's on track to get to this like award or whatever. Yeah. So they're trying to make it competitive. Um, I'm just so new in it to where I haven't got competitive in this job, but the last one, oh, fuck yeah, dude. 
like I would like somebody be up ten dollars in sales on me, and I take it like very fucking personally. <laughs> yeah, whenever I was reading this, it's just like avoid rude people and don't be a dick. But it's telling you like, what about someone who interrupts you? Can you please hold any comments or questions until I'm done, bro? If you said, um, <laughs> please hold your comments or questions until I'm done. That, like, sound, that sounds catty I, as fuck. I'd be like, okay, um, I'm gonna leave. Uh, you come find me when you're done, and then I'll have some comments and questions. Like, or or <laughs> or you should say interruptions break my concentration. So I'd appreciate it if you'd let me finish my thought before jumping in. That's that aggressive is, as that's aggressive as fuck. That's toxic as fuck. Like that's, right? or, that's when like a, a manager needs to be like, okay, like take control back of that meeting. Like unless you're then, sa- saying that to a manager. Yeah, if, you, if this was going on, or if a manager was saying that to you, if a manager said that to me, I get I oh. I'm like, that's what the, i'm saying who the fuck are you talk talking to, to? yeah and then um or i'm not or the one <laughs> if you're interrupted you should say i'm gonna finish my point and then i'd love to hear what you have to say i guess depending on the tone on that one that's Dude, good this sounds like i've been binge watching a uh, summer house on bravo this sounds like something that one of like the drunk girls would say like that like you know i'm gonna finish my thought and it's like you... and you're not even saying anything it's like okay great how do you insist on data without sounding aggressive? So you should say, oh, it's interesting that you're saying our customers don't care about that product feature. How do you know that? Or I think I think we're working with different information because I haven't seen data that supports that. Nobody talks like this. You're really just communicating that you're not going to let it go. Yeah. You just be like, okay, show me, show me the stats. Give Dude, me this, the numbers. These, some like, of these quotes are pretty great. I know. There's some of this training that they've had me go through, and it's phrased a lot like that. And I'm like, there's no way you're actually talking to somebody like that. Not not the people who are being dicks, but the people, like the suggestions that they're saying. What about trying to make the person understand how awful he is? Oh, Why yeah. is it a he? Why is it a he? Why can't it be just they? they? Uh, Shame shame rarely inspires us to behave better. It makes most of us lash out further. Well, your comments above, your let me finish my point and then I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh yeah, I mean just see this kind of I mean, I mean ha- some having, of this is really aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's under the context of not being aggressive. I just think listening to the other people hearing their concerns, I think that if you're especially if you're in a leadership role, people knowing that you care about their issues in and out of the building as much as you do your own is better than being like i don't think i'd ever tell somebody that worked for me like i need you to finish my point and then you can speak like i wouldn't i wouldn't say something because you're just asking for for issues to me like if you're in a leadership role and you feel like you have to say something like that there's a bigger problem going on with that employee yeah yeah and it's like you can have yeah just you go resolve that with that employee without other people around because like for you to have to like interrupt them to tell them to not interrupt you and then say it in a sassy ass way like that it's like yeah like those it, just we come got bigger problems yeah i yeah. mean you should always say that like you know you should sh- you should be having conversations before it reaches that point like that's like you know if it's starting to trend that way or if someone is starting to feel that way they should you guys should communicate that out before it even reaches the point to where it's like oh well, you're interrupting each other um, but, I used to. I would not take this woman's advice. 
yeah i'm not and I, i'm just like because some of it's just kind of snarky yes you should listen to people and you know like i said take their just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean that you have to like be a dick and rub in their face that you think they're wrong or that you disagree like you got everybody's opinion is somewhat valid so you need to at least hear their thought thoughts and understand what they're wanting out of this conversation and then you know act accordingly well to me it's not even the like being like having a different opinion that is the most like toxic bothersome it's when somebody is just ranting uh you know and say and not letting other people speak and like and they're just like going on and on about some dumb shit you know that to me is way more annoying than if somebody had an opinion that i just thought you know there's like a better way i could deal with that all day but it's like when you're just when you're just being a fucking idiot like making everybody sit there and listen to you like say nonsense that to me that's like where somebody needs to step in and be like shut the fuck up yeah i mean if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna communicate there's got to be some like point or some end game you have to like to actually want to work past the issues Yeah, yeah and respect everybody's time yeah definitely but i definitely wouldn't say you know <laughs> shut up and let me finish that's not gonna it's not gonna get you it's I'm like gonna... it, that's some straight real housewife shit be like i'm speaking, no interruptions I'm speaking. Bre- <laughs> interruptions break my concentration so i'd appreciate it if you let me finish my thoughts before jumping in mm, okay well you just interrupted your interruption so what shut the well, that's just like literally telling somebody like sit down take several seats please please take several seats yeah that i would enjoy that a lot more than the suggestion interrupting me makes me break my concentration shut the fuck up yeah you just gotta be nice just listen yeah i say it all the time don't be a dick to people man yeah especially at the workplace yeah just don't be a dick everybody just show up do your jobs be nice to each other whether you like them or not and then and go then talk, your separate ways talk shit about them behind their back like at the cigarette smoking circle you know that's what or, it's there you know, for or like that's your bunko club or whatever the fuck you do at the video lottery machines at the quick trip Shut actually up. that'd be lit i don't think they have those at quick trip but that'd be lit if they don't that's like a whole untapped market for those guys um all right article number three this kind of pissed me off, but you two apologized recently for putting that album on everybody's <laughs> fucking um, iTunes. Still yeah. can't, still can't get rid of it. Yeah, like not that I long thought... ago, you two that album that they put on everybody's iPhone. I would start my car and my Bluetooth would kick in, and for some reason it would just automatically start playing that shit. And that was like literally like two years ago when this was happening to me. I'm like what the fuck yeah pretty wild so he apologized um what did he say i thought it would just i thought if we could just put our music within reach of people they might choose to reach out towards it so funny because quite i was just watching a pop star which is uh which is like the uh movie with um andy sandberg who's like it's like a satire like basically justin bieber um or just a musician but they put their album into a a washing machine and in a refrigerator 
So every time you open the refrigerator, his album just started playing. And it, that was like exactly what you two did with the fucking phone. Nobody asked for the album. Yeah. And then you couldn't delete it. Yeah, and he takes full responsibility in a new memoir. Give us a, give us the money back you got on that deal, Bono. Yeah, and then Tim Cook was like, what did he say? He's like, oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. But he's like, doesn't feel bad. Oh, How yeah, much- well, I mean, there's nothing to feel bad about. Like, you didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, notice that they've never done that again. And that was a long time ago when they did that. Yeah, what did he say? Um, he said, I don't think we give it away for free. I think you want, I think if, I think you pay us for it and then you give it away for free as a gift to people, wouldn't that be wonderful? That's what Bono said. Jesus Christ. You mean, and then Tim Cook said, you mean pay for the album and then just distribute it? Yeah. Like when Netflix buys the movies and gives it away to subscribers. Yeah, but. Oh, we're not a subscription organization. Not yet. Let ours be the first. Get the fuck out of here. The yeah, first, I don't what, know. About Spotify that. is a subscription organization. What are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I think that was like you know, the fact that people couldn't get rid of it. That's, yeah, the, that was the problem. Yeah, like you can't get rid of it. It's just fucking fuck that. I remember, I think it's in my, I remember it was on my laptop when I bought my laptop. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What the hell is this in my iTunes? So annoying. And who was that helping other than you too? Well, yeah, I mean, they just wanted that Apple check. Yeah, I know. I, I get it why they did it. I just don't get why Apple agreed to it. Like, they're just like, they're so like up in their own ass. Like, everybody, like everybody likes U2. I'm like, I can't name a U2 song except for Bloody Sunday, you know, and I'm Irish. So, like, I don't understand it. What did he say? Where is it? They're not right about giving away for away your art for free. And this is just to people who like you too. He goes, well, I think you should give it away to everybody. It's their choice whether they want to listen to it. No, it's not. Because I start my car and it just starts playing. Yeah. Woke up this morning to find Bono in my kitchen, drinking my coffee, wearing my (laughs) dress again, reading my paper or less kind. Yeah, that was that. The free free U2 album is overpriced. That was a really big fucking deal. This is like the second time this guy's apologized about it um yeah don't i mean yeah if you're gonna give away free music it better be nothing but fucking bangers dude sorry i don't want like smash hits like you know and i think if anybody did that like i like the chicks or the dixie chicks um if they because they dropped the dixie and i hate them now how dare they do that um if they gave away an album for free i think most people would be like what the fuck bro if anybody did that, but you two of all bands is like so weird. And for a whole young generation, that was so off-putting. We we're like, who are these boomers putting this shit on our iPods? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful day. I don't get you two. I don't understand why they're so popular. I don't know. People used to like smoke weed and finger bang or something weird to it back in the day. I'm not sure. I never got the obsession with it. But that was that whole like kind of genre of music i guess you can understand phil collins more that makes way more sense than youtube yeah. to me like way more sense yeah like tarzan um didn't you have yeah. like yeah uh i know even like um uh what is that shit i'm forgetting the name of the band um pearl jam even mm. Pearl, even Pearl Jam 
which I don't bump Pearl Jam ever, but like I'd rather listen to them than you two. Even that's that's every 90s that's every 90s band well that's every pearl jam and creed song and like three doors down like yeah but i feel like creed and because creed had that same sound but then they made it all jesusy um (laughs) as were pearl jam like jeremy spoke that's a good song shout out eddie vetter yeah hell yeah dude let's go but I mean, then Creed was just like, yeah, it was just too much. I well, Creed was always religious. That's the name. No, I know. So when they came back, they were like trying to fill that sound hole, but then they tried to fill it with Jesus and it didn't work. No, no. Can't fill any holes with Jesus. Tell your, tell your mom, tell your sister. Can't fill her hole with Jesus. Whoever left. <laughs> can't do that. Well, yeah. So sorry, you two. Fuck you. You still suck. You made us listen to all that shit. And I'm sure there's some people who are still tortured by it. Yeah, I'm one of them. 500 million Apple customers. <laughs> Good job. I eat Tim Cook. Whoa, that's insane. That's so many people. Are you going to round us up? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have to talk about it too much. But hey, if you are in Europe on the USB-C is going to be the standard law. I mean, I think that's by the EU, which is kind of funny to me because you know that everything's just going to end up going wireless at some point. And um, everything's going to be wireless and fully encased and they'll just wireless charge. Well, is it, is, isn't the new iPhone? US? Oh yeah. 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 So, so basically the EU has made it law. There's it just passed through the final stages where the final approval to the law will force iPhone to switch to a USB-C. They were saying that they were kind of, fucking with the market and being dicks by having two different chargers and making it difficult and having uh, you know just making people buy unnecessary shit well, i wouldn't say that but them not being the same so now in europe they're all USB-C. i have an android so that's tight as fuck because like that's great um and they've already started yeah switching everything to USB-C. <clears throat> do you think they do that here yeah Why i think they think? i thought that they were going to they just have to that's well, like it just it just makes m- money sense to them like yeah. they used to like all of Apple products. It's like you need the Apple charger in order for it to function, or you you know it's like they like make it to where it's not uh, a universal type of like plug. Yeah, so you, and I think they did that because they thought that was financially the the move. But now that Europe's passing this law, it doesn't make sense for them to have two different chargers one for europe one for the united states well and this they is probably like, ran the numbers and we're like oh let's just fucking do well one. think about here this is like what's really impactful though this is from the article um regardless of the man- manufacturer all new mobile phones tablets digital cameras headphones headsets handheld video game consoles portable speakers e-readers keyboards mice portable navigation systems earbuds laptops are that are rechargeable via a wired cable with a battery delivered up to 100 watts will have to feature a USB-C port. So it's not just phones. It's like all of these devices, anything that falls under that. Um, also, it says devices that are too small to offer USB-C, such as sports washes, health trackers. Some sports equipment must have legislation to have inspected to make. Yeah. 
you yeah, know, so that you know who's so probably involved in this is the same dude who has like the alcohol wipes for the the people who are about to be sentenced to death. That's what he did, man. He took he's, all of his alcohol wipes and he started a tech company and came and he's up like, with the USBC and got everybody in uh, the EU Parliament to to be like, yo, you need to force every technology that's sold in Europe to for this one specific way to plug it in. You got to do it or you don't get no lethal injection swabs. We'll cut you off. They're like, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. We'll give you a lethal injection you sound without serious. a swab. You sound serious. We must take his off air. How can we not? He Is has it, all the swabs. He's got the USB. Uh, he has all the swabs. I need swabs. I don't know why. I don't know why it sounds like that. But no. So that's pretty big news. That's going to take over. That's a big thing. That's like making a lot of stuff compatible when it comes to charging. Right. But I mean, they, they still like, like we give you the charge block, but you have to buy a cable. Um, no, and that's like, what I'm... I, I got a uh, beats headphones after they were bought by Apple. Mm-hmm. My mom paid like $400 for them. Like it was a Christmas gift. They didn't give me the adapter. So it was like a normal headphone jack, but I couldn't play it in my iPhone. Because I didn't have the adapters, so I had to go buy an Apple iPhone adapter to listen to my Apple headphones. How much was it? I don't remember. It was like, not just 30, 40 bucks. Just let me put just just so obnoxious. You're gonna charge somebody forty fuck or four hundred dollars for headphones and then uh, and then not allow them to use them with your. Yeah, it's buying a TV and they're like the remote separate. Yeah, that's insanity. And it's it's a hundred dollars. Like, yeah. what? I just Go bought fuck. this TV and I would just I need the how do I change there's no power button on it either. Just so pro- you like have to buy the remote. So like, just put it in the fucking box with it. And price just it price. in. Yeah. Yeah, price it in. Like don't let me know. Don't yeah, tell me that. You're just you're you just more. making me angry now. Yeah, okay, you're just making me hate you more. <laughs> I was gonna buy it anyways. Yeah, so that's pretty big news, though. So we'll you'll see that at a new micro at a micro center near you. You will definitely see that. I mean, that's that's kind of a big deal. And now we can all share uh, phone cords. We can all share them together, which is very exciting. Yeah. Any big plans this week? Oh, pup, what's up? Uh, yeah, just rescued her from uh, the exes. Rescued. The hostage exchange was successful. That's good. Um, uh, now, big plans for this week. Uh, just finally having meetings. Um, got some uh, solid uh, things going on there. And I'm trying to think. I mean, and then the Phillies in the World Series starts on yeah. Friday. And did you see that the Texans and um, the Eagles play each other while the World Series is going on? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so like in the middle of all the games, we like the Eagles and Texans play. It was gonna be a lot of Philly Houston heat out here. That's gonna be wild. Come find us. <laughs> no, they're not gonna Shit. find you. Did you see at the Braves game, uh, Philly's Braves, uh, like in Philly, they started doing the tomahawk. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you... and they're trying to like ban that. And then in Philly, they were just taunting them. <laughs> well, did you um did, did you see where Ted Cruz was at the Yankees game for that? What they clinched. And it was just like all these Yankees fans being like, fuck you, Ted Cruz. Like, what are you doing? You on vacation? Is there something wrong in Texas? What are you running from? Just all these 
Yankees fans who are super pissed because they just lost, just like harassing. Got Cruz. swept. And didn't he's it? sitting there wa- waving like bye, and everyone's he, like, "Eat a dick." It's he like goes. The, he he goes by Raphael. And, yeah, and, uh, I'm, I'm when, when he's in New York. I'm going to play that. I have that clip set aside for uh, Wednesday. But oh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's plug that podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get um, out of here. Yeah. Um, well, like, subscribe. Appreciate you guys. Talk show to get off the pod. Number 62. YouTube still sucks. And yes, fuck you, YouTube. You do still suck. And fuck your music, except for maybe like two songs. And then like in like allergy commercials. Other than that, eat a dick. Um, and yeah, check us out on Wednesdays. We're going to be back with Angry Black Quarterback. Another episode, number nine. Man, that's nine weeks. I've been doing two in a week. Two a week. So we're getting this shit down. Um, I'm going to go over some stuff. You've I think been doing we went... two a week. Well, because if we do Monday and then Wednesday. Oh, this you're including this. I thought you meant. Four. Yeah, no, I mean like Monday, Wednesday. So oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we've just like stayed on top of it. And it'll be on Wednesday, not Thursday. Sorry for last week. Um, but yeah, man, that's been taking some traction. We've been doing good. This has been fun, man. Angry um, Black Quarterback, baby. Yeah. And, you know, follow Instagram, Twitch, Tumblr, Flickr, Pinterest, whatever the fuck um but yeah as always you guys need to be good stay safe stay out of trouble seriously don't get like arrested or something should be wild right now and as always go fuck yourselves shout out